Thanks for tuning in here to the Rolax show, guys. So today for this episode, we're just going to review what the hell happened when I moved to LA for five months, worst five months of my life. I wish I was exaggerating, but I am not. But don't worry, you can listen to all my mistakes and hopefully learn from them. So enjoy. Welcome to podcast episode number three, everybody. Um, So today I'm just going to kind of talk about what happened when I moved to Los Angeles, California. Um, It's not something I'm very proud of that I did. However, um, it's like this bittersweet thing where it's like, well, I learned a lot from it, you know, um, what happened to me was super shitty and, you know, I made the choice to move to LA. That was solely my choice, you know, however, people did influence me to go and, you know, I was lied to. So that's all on me. I just, I tried. That's what I can say is I tried. I did my best. And even though I failed, it was a learning lesson. And I think I just need to talk about it. I just need to let everyone know what went down. Um, So, yeah. So, here we are. I moved to L.A. in April. April 1st was my first day at my wonderful new job. Um, And then I got fired. Fired around the end of July, and I moved back here, I believe, like September, like beginning of September. Um, so, yeah, so I guess just for people who don't know, um, don't know me personally, I guess you can say. So, <sighs> Oh, man, first of all, I just hate that I was so just naive, is that the right word? And just I put my faith into some people who, you know, gave me promises and I was stupid. I was stupid because I was intrigued by the money and then I got fucked over. Hard. Very hard. So... You know, I work. I was working at the Marriott, and if anyone works a low-income job, they know how <laughs> shitty. That was my chair, by the way. They know how shitty. Um, you know, working a, a job like that can be, especially customer service, where people just are not nice to you. You know, whatever. And moving to LA was something that I was already considering within the future. So, like, when this opportunity came up, I was like, oh, it's, like, meant to be, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So, um, I followed, you know, he just followed people from, I went to an event, and these two dudes who do real estate spoke at that event. You know, I followed them on Instagram, whatever. And it's, like, it was obvious that, of course, they're making shit ton of money, you know. They are living that L.A. lifestyle. Like, okay, so clearly they make money. You know what I mean? 
And one of them posted a job on his Instagram saying they need a text lead generator or something like that, right? And so I messaged him. And he said, come in for an interview tomorrow. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I don't have experience, but, you know, I'll go in. So I went in, and um, the interview itself was just a little weird. Um, the guy, the CEO of the company, was just, like, I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, I always don't try to judge people right away. Um, but he just kind of seems, you know, to himself, whatever, I'm like that too. So they hired me the same day I got interviewed, so it would be like a text lead generator. And when I got hired, he said I'd be making at least three to five grand a month, which I'm like, okay, cool. Um, that's awesome. I can actually live off of that in, in L.A., right? L.A. is ex way more expensive, and it'd be the first time I'd be living on my own. So I was like, okay, cool. And, you know... I, you know, I should have asked more questions, I guess, on my part, but when he said the first 90 days, you get 2% off of any deal you bring in, and, you know, he was very convincing, and what I, and I quote, this is what both of them said, they said, quote, we make sure everyone eats, okay, and just keep that in mind for later once I tell you what I had to go through, those April, May, June, July, August. So five months I was out there. It was the worst five months of my life. Um, so yeah, they're like, you know, we make sure everyone eats. You know, you'll be making, um, you know, do I still have the note in my app? Let me check really quick. Because when I went in, okay, so yeah, 2% off of any deal you touch the first 90 days. He's like, okay, you get about two to 3,000. Um, you know, off of 100 and 150k deal, which that's all he really said. And I was thinking in my head, okay, well, that's the deal sizes that they're going to be bringing in all the time. So, you know, if I get one commission check a month, I'll be solid. I'll be making more than three to five grand, right? Um, oh, because you said it was a thousand dollar base pay, right? Thousand dollar base pay, but you'll you'll be getting plenty of commission deals. So I agreed to it. So then I had two weeks. I said, he wanted me to start right away, but I, was, you know, I needed to find a place to live <sighs> and finding a place to live for cheap. And when I, oh, this is what really irritates me too. When I was interviewing him, um, when I was interviewing, when he was interviewing me, when he was interviewing me, you know, I said I'd move out here. And he's, you know, they're not stupid. They know how expensive L.A. is. And they let me believe that I'd be okay, which was really frustrating. Just this whole situation, these people are not good people. It is really sad that they completely took advantage of me. And I'm sure they have taken advantage of other I know they've taken advantage of a couple other people um, just for their own benefit. And so they could buy fucking Gucci shoes and have fake hoes send them DMs on Instagram wanting to suck their dick. But anyway, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, you know, I told them my budget, um, I was like, well, I'm looking for somewhere probably like a grand. He's like, yeah, you can find that in two weeks. I could not find that in two weeks. I did actually on Craigslist. It was 1600 um, 
that'll be a different episode uh, for me to record. Um, just I, had, I have to sue my ex ex landlord. Basically, that's all you really need to know for the most part. Um, so yeah. Um, so I found a place. And I did have some, I think I had like three or four grand in savings. So I was like, okay, I'm like comfortable and I'm going to get my taxes done. I'll get my tax refund. So I'll be okay because, you know, I'll just spend that and then I'll be making more money. So it's like a no brainer for me to move out there. And that's the impression they gave me. And they know damn well that was the impression they gave me. And they had no problems having me completely alter my life to go move out there for their benefit. Right. So, okay, April 1st, um, this job was the hardest job I have ever worked. And I have worked as a lifeguard. I've worked customer service. Like, this job sucked. And in the beginning, it, the job was right down the street from me. It was literally like a 10, 15-minute drive. So it was super convenient on that part. However, so I'd get in, I think it was 9 or 8. I can't remember what time. So they'd have me come in at 9. We'll do 9. 9 and then leave at 5, right? <laughs> they So what my job was is they would illegally collect phone numbers, people's phone numbers from certain area codes, right? And they would do text blasts. And once they did the text blast, whoever was replying to those text messages, I would I would be replying back to them. And at first, they would also, people would always call too, right? So let's, just in perspective, they're sending 2,000 messages out, right? And I'm sitting there all day. I'm getting, let's say, 500 messages that I have to reply to, right? Individually. And I need to pick up phone calls from whoever is calling. So that was the job, right? And man, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, when they first sent out the blast, literally like 10, 15 people would call your phone. So you, your phone is blowing up and you're trying to text people. It was a nightmare. Super unorganized. These people do not know. They just want to do it their way. Don't accept constructive criticism whatever so that was that um so yeah and i was the only this does kind of apply but i was like the only this is like no offense to anyone but this is just the work environment that it was i was a straight female there was other males there and there were two um two females but they were not straight so I was kind of the outcast, I guess you can say, whatever. So that just made it a little just unusual for me um, just to be in that environment. And what they would do, like, these people do not know how to manage at all. They would, um, like, never, I never once in my five months of working there did they say, Good job. Thank you, sir, for all your hard work. They don't, you need to work harder. You need to work overtime. You need to work on the weekends. Like, and they were super manipulative because they were like the typical salespeople where 
they would, oh, well, you know, to get a bonus, if you want those bonuses, you need to stay late as I'm already like responding to 2000 messages. And I'm like, oh, I can't like my dog because no one can take my dog out. So I'm like, I can't stay late. I have to go take my dog out. Like, hello. And they're like, well, I guess you don't want a bonus. You know, stuff like that. Just stupid stuff. And <laughs> so they moved offices. And, like, after they moved offices was kind of when shit started hitting the fan. It was an hour drive, right? And mind you, okay, so I off the first, I think, two, three months, I was living off of $1,000, $1,000 in LA. My rent was $1,600? Yeah, $1,160, right? Plus my car payment, $400, whatever. All my bills were adding up. I needed I needed a minimum two grand. And that doesn't include, that, that didn't include my food or gas, right? And mind you, I'm driving an hour to get to this place which is a job that you could easily do at home on your computer, literally. And for some reason, they refused to let me do it at, at my apartment, my studio, because I don't know, they, they just refused to let me do that. So anyway, so I only got two, well, technically I only got one commission check from them the whole entire time. And I think it was $200. So they're sending out 2000 They upped it. I think it was when I left there, they were sending 15,000 to 20,000 messages a day. So out of all of that, there was only one commission meal. The answer to it sounds weird, right? Well, to answer your question, no, there wasn't just one commission deal. They were just stealing it out from underneath me which is why they can afford everything because everyone who works there, they fuck over if you're not in their little clique, right? It was just, oh my God, I'm getting, I'm getting like <laughs> pissed off. And it is annoying because I literally, they promised me that I'd be making all this money and I would be okay when I wasn't even making enough to eat. I would literally go like, I would go, I think I would eat one meal a day and I was just so hungry all the time because I couldn't, I wiped out my savings to stay out there because they kept promising, oh, you know, keep on working, keep on working. Those deals are coming in. They're going to come in, but they never, they came in just not into my pocket. And I, I had that suspicion and then Within my month on July, like my last month of working there, it was confirmed. I can't like that they would do that because there was a huge deal, right? I think it was a hundred K deal or something, right? And I was the only one who was supposed to be doing the texting. So anyone, any text deal I would get part of, right? And someone else apparently had the they're like, oh, no, that's my texting deal. But it's like, you don't do the texting. How come it's your deal? It's, it's kind of hard to explain. But they would fuck people over. 
They fucked me over. And I just, it just doesn't seem like the math doesn't add up. Like for them to send thousands and thousands and thousands of messages every day, for them to only have within a five month time frame one commission deal go through, and they're spending all this marketing, it doesn't, you'd be, you'd be stupid if you did that. And I, that's, that's also why I know that there was deals under the table that they didn't give me my commission on. Right. Um, so yeah. And these two, the CEOs of it. Um, oh, I haven't even explained what the company was. The company was a real estate investment company. So just two asshole, greedy, mon greedy money hungry uh, douchebags who have no problem stepping on people's backs and having good-hearted, hardworking people work for them and then steal their money. Um, they just only cared about themselves. These two people should not be running a business. And I honestly kind of feel bad for them. But at the same time, I honestly hope that karma bites them in the ass. Because one, what they're doing is illegal and I could easily report them to the government and I'm sure their tax shit isn't accurate and they write off shit that shouldn't be written off. Um, oh, and also I would run errands for them and stuff, right? They wouldn't pay me gas money and like, I mean, <laughs> LA is expensive and I was making a thousand dollars right oh and then <laughs> yeah they moved to the new office and I finally had the balls to ask them to oh I don't know pay me just a minimum minimum wage right because okay thousand dollars a month right thousand dollars a month so thousand divided by four because there's four weeks in the month so that's 250 per week right 250 Divided by 40? Yeah, 250 divided by 40, because 40 hours a week, right? So I was getting paid 625 an hour. That's half of minimum wage, right? Minimum wage is 12. I wasn't even getting half of minimum. I was getting paid 625 an hour to work more than eight hours, right? And I went in. I can't remember what day or it was once they moved to the new office so it was probably like june that i went in and i'm like hey guys and these guys were super they you could try to talk to them and they didn't give a fuck about what you said at all i tried to, i tried telling them you know oh you know this isn't working we should try it this way and they wouldn't listen they don't care anyway back to what i was saying so yeah i went in and Oh, it wasn't at the new office. My bad. It was at the old office. I remember. Um, I went in. I said, hey, guys, you know, I'm getting paid $1,000 a month. My rent isn't even $1,000. You know, I'm going to need to be start. I'm going to start needing to be paid $12 an hour because legally you're supposed to do that, right? He said, okay. Um, that the Nick said that. That's the COO. And then he said, let me talk to Octavius. That's the CEO. And <laughs> uh, end of the day comes, and oh, Sarah, come here. 
So I come in, and they sit me down, both of them, and they're like, you know what? We noticed that um, you're not very passionate about being a text generator. Pause. First of all, no one's fucking passion is to be a text lead generator at this shithole. And, you know, we're, we're deciding that we're going to give you two weeks. Um, we're going to give you some money, but, you know, we're firing I literally got fired for asking for minimum wage, right? And I'm frantically freaking out because I just moved to LA. I was crying, obviously. I'm like, what the F am I going to do? This is insane. I literally moved to LA and I explained that to them. I was like, I literally moved to LA to work for you guys. And you promised me this money. I can't even eat. I'm living off my savings. It's almost gone. I'm living off my, ta my tax refund that I already spent within literally like two weeks to pay my bills. And they were like, oh, sorry. You know, they no compassion at all. And it was not even like I was doing a shitty job. It's just because I literally asked for minimum wage, which legally in California you're supposed to pay someone minimum. Like $6.25 an hour. For 40 plus hours a week. And I moved to... They should have, been, should have been paying me more than minimum wage. Because I literally moved to LA to work for them. You know what I mean? That's what I would have done. But I'm a good person. They're not good people. Whatever. So, obviously I couldn't find a job. Frantically. Just... Oh my god. Just... The anxiety that obviously I had was insane. And so, you know, I, I think it was my last, it was like the end of the second or third week. I think they gave me three weeks, whatever. And I was like, look, you guys, can I please stay and work for you for minimum wage? Like I can't find a job. I need a job. And man, oh, he was so smug and he, God. When I, it took a lot for me to go in there and ask him that because, you know, they're assholes and they they really think they are king of the world. And he's like, okay, yeah, but, you know, you need to stay on your shit and work harder. Like, I'm literally working every second here of my fucking day. Whatever. So that happens. And one of the most – they're just – it was degrading. It was honestly just so degrading. I've never worked at a job where I was more degraded. And um, <laughs> I work at a strip club now. Not a dancer. I'm a server. But I get more respect at that job than I do at this job that I worked at. Um, the most degrading thing that has ever probably happened to me was I'm sitting working on my computer, right? The CEO... Octavius comes in with a wad of cash, throws it at me, it hits me in my face and drops on, um, you know, drops on me. And at first I thought he was giving me a, a bonus. I was like, oh, cool. And then he goes, yeah, see? No, he comes back or he walks somewhere and he comes back and he takes it from me. He's like, yeah, see, you could have this if you worked hard. I fucking kid you not. Straight from a fucking movie. I was this you have no idea oh and you know at the new office their seating arrangement was complete trash like 
they did not, oh, like I said, they did not take care of us, or me at least at all, right? Um, so the chairs and the desk, you know, having a desk, the desk, you know, the table that I'm at, you're able to be on the computer and be okay, right? No, their, their tables were higher. So it was like this, right? It was like higher up and it was super uncomfortable. And I couldn't sit in it. I literally was in excruciating pain because I have a, what, activated sciatic nerve? I don't know what it's called, but it, it bothers me and it hurts and it's extremely painful. So they had a little media room and I was like, hey, like I need to do my work in the media room on the couch because I literally can't. I'm in pain. And, you know, they would, oh, they were pissed about it because I'm like, I literally can't do my work. I'm in pain, excruciating pain from sitting literally like this. It was so bad. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, they were just super degrading and I'm really sad that they did this to me and I feel bad and I apologize for anyone who goes through the same thing with them to buy development. They suck ass and they should be put out of business. And Nick and Octavius, if you're listening to this or watching this, you are bad people to take advantage of good people like me and good people that work for you. And it's not okay. It's, you should be ashamed of yourself that you took advantage of me and fired me again and this is my life okay so this all happened within a week right this next what I'm going to explain to you what happened next happened in a week and for those of you who know my life I don't really share a lot that's happened in my life I could literally I could be a movie Bad things or just weird, off things always happen to me. And just I have weird circumstances that always happen to me, right? So, um, I get a call. Um, I think it was a Monday night. I can't remember what night it was. It doesn't really matter to the context of the story. But, um... One of someone, a family friend, had had killed themselves, right? Um, and you know, I'm in LA, and it's it was a really good friend of my mom's. So, of course, you know, I came to be with my mom to help her out because, I mean, she, I I was very close to her as well, and it's it's just, I mean, even still now, it's kind of so that happened. So I. I called, it was like, it was like nine o'clock, whatever. I called Octavius, my boss, and he said, hey, look, you know, I have a family emergency. I'm going to have to be working from home. I need to drive back to Palm Springs. I will be back next week. Okay, that's fine, Sarah, right? So I come back, and um, so, you know, I'm here in Palm Springs. I do my work, and then I come back, um, and I think it was that that weekend I came back is when my landlord assaulted me. And I haven't put out that video yet. <laughs> but yeah, my landlord assaulted me. She hit me for literally doing the laundry. 
Um, so she assaulted me. I believe it was either on Saturday or Sunday she assaulted me, right? So just just imagine the stress and like of dealing with that family emergency, dealing with the death in the in a family in the family, and then coming home and your landlord's going literally ape shit and she's crazy. Police have to be called. Um and she hits me, whatever. And then I'm Monday, you know, I told them. But I was like, hey, you know, I have to find a roommate because my landlord, like, it's literally insane. Um, so I met with someone Monday morning for a room. I come back, and my landlord's being a psychopath. So I call him, like, hey, can't come into work. I'm not safe. My dog isn't safe. Like, I need to stay here. He's like, okay. I'm like, I'll still do, be able to do work off my laptop. And that's how good of a person I am. Even with the emergency happening, I still did my work. Even with me not being able to go into the office, I still did my work. Like, that's just how much of a good, hard worker I am and respectful person I am. We're going to hit pause for a second, guys, because my fucking camera died. All right, so slight transition here, everybody. My camera died. It always dies. I have no idea why it dies. <sighs> so, sorry, I had to put my phone up. Um, so, yeah. Monday, I meet with someone to room with. That didn't work out because the place she found was scammy. Whatever. So, you know, I call them, let them know, hey, I'm going to work during the day. Okay, cool. I'll be able to come in tomorrow. They're like, okay, cool. And so it's about, I walked, I would walk my dog around like six o'clock, right? So I'm walking Cooper and my boss calls me. He's like, hey, Sarah, how? All right, everyone, I'm not sure where it got cut off here on the recording app. Man, this is my life. Um, so what I was saying was, so Monday, you know, I met with someone. Um, I was going to work Monday, just not at the office. Still able to do all my work. Whatever. So I was walking Cooper. My Cooper's my dog. I walk him around six, I walk him around six o'clock because it kind of got dark around seven. So I'm walking him and I get a call from my boss, Octavius. And he calls me, he's like, hey Sarah, um, how was today? I'm like, good, you know, um, everything's cool. I'm gonna be able to come into work tomorrow. He's like, yeah, um, nope, don't and I'm not saying this to make it sound bad. This is literally what happened. Might not be word for word, but this is pretty much the gist of what happened. This is how much of an fucking asshole this guy is, right? It's like, yeah, um, don't come in tomorrow. Like, what do you mean? It's like, you know, Nick and I have been talking, and you're not really a team player, and some of the people in the office have been saying um, that, that you're not nice to them, which, pause, literally because I don't 
participate in the, because I wasn't a part of their clique. And like I said earlier, um, I was the only straight female there. And they even hired another female that was a lesbian, which I have no problem with. It's just, it's just a different atmosphere, which I was, it would have been fine, except it didn't even matter that they were lesbian. It's just like, they didn't like me. And just, it just, because I was a straight female, it also just kind of, it just didn't add to it. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, he said, you know, some people are complaining that you're not nice to them in the office and it's just not working out. That's, that's what he said. It's just not working out. And I start crying. I'm like, are you, I was like, you can't, you can't. And I was just like, basically full panic mode. I felt like an idiot. I was like, you can't, you can't. I'm like, please, like, uh, you know, with everything that's happened, like, within the last, you know, with everything that's happened, you guys can't, like, this is my only thing that's holding on to me. And he's like, no, sorry. And that was it. And I believe he hung up on me. Um, so yeah, and that was that. And I had another, so I had the two commission checks, right? Apparently, so they gave me $100 for my second commission check, which was bullshit, I'm sure. Like a $100 commission check. Yeah, right. Like, just to put in perspective how much they fucked me over to on the commission. So I had a $200 commission check and a $100 commission check. Other people would get three grand, seven grand, 10 grand, eight grand commission. But what about me? Not me, because they took advantage of me. And, yeah. So, yeah, I got fired. And um, I just, after I got fired, oh. uh, <laughs> I went into a very, very dark place, the darkest place I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I almost didn't make it out of that dark place. Um, I'm about to cry right now. That's how emotional, just thinking about it. Um, like, the darkest place I've ever went to, emotionally. Because um, it was just so disappointing that they did that and disappointing that they screwed me over time and time again. Um, and so yeah, I tried applying to jobs, no one would hire me and it, it was, I, I failed, but I failed, but I didn't fail. I didn't fail on my own accord. I failed just because I trusted someone. I worked hard, I'm always a hard worker, it just, you know, moving to LA, it's like, I want to, I have my own goals too. You know what I mean? It wasn't just moving out there to work for these people to become the ultimate goal. It was moving to LA to go after my dreams. You know what I mean? 
So I, since I spent all my savings, I literally had no money and I had my landlord. I was in no circum, I was not safe living there. Um, so I had to move back here and it sucked ass because, you know, people, everyone told me, don't move to LA. You're making a stupid decision to trust these people. And I was stupid to fucking trust these people. Whatever. I believe them because clearly they make money and yeah, they make money because they take it from you. And don't pay you and pay you a slave wage of $6.25 an hour. And you get screwed and you can't even eat. You eat literally one meal a day because guess what? That's all you can afford. And guess what? It's not even good meals. It's snacks because you can't even afford a real meal. And you don't even have a kitchen to cook in. Oh. Man. Not good people. So, yeah, it was. it sucked because then I have to come back here and be like, Hey guys, yeah, you were all right about those people in LA that said they were going to make sure I ate, which I couldn't even afford my bills, let alone eat. Um, yeah, I put my trust into them and I worked my ass off with them and was treated like crap. So you guys were right. Here I am. I'm back. I'm literally dead ass broke now. Um, spent all my savings and here I am. I am back to square one. <sighs> yeah, reminiscing. Oh, also how I know they would take money from me. How come both of them, both of them were able to move into better apartments when I can't even eat food? This is, this is how shitty of people they are, right? These motherfuckers are able to buy nice, buy, you know, buy the brands, buy the Gucci, buy the Rolex, all this. And me, who works for them 40 plus hours a week, I literally can't even eat, can't even afford gas. And I'm living in a studio with an insane person. I'm not safe, but they're able to live this lavish lifestyle. And I know they it was the type of people where it's like, oh, if they fuck with you, they fuck with you. Because there was two, two employees, their managers that worked there, just bought a Porsche, you know, taking a trip to Mexico. I'm like, how are these people able to do that and I literally can't even live but you know what karma will get to them shame on you guys for doing that and you know what you're doing is illegal so you should be paying your employees even more because you're putting them in jeopardy yeah so that's my LA story um, I'm sure I've missed out a bunch of details and I've not mentioned my landlord in this. I just wanted to share with you that I worked with LA scam artists who make money and scam people for their houses um, and who only care about themselves, literally. Just the most selfish. Oh, God. Like, even their energy, like, they had a high energy but it was just, they really thought they were better than you. And I really don't like, entitlement is like, I don't judge a lot of people, but man, if you're entitled, if 
you have an entitled personality, that rubs me the wrong way. I cannot stand that. So they were definitely, you know, entitled and they always wanted you to have a positive attitude. And I literally, I think I told them once, I was like, I can't even eat. How am I supposed to be positive? Like, you guys are paying me. You're paying me $6.25 an hour. But lesson learned. Um, lesson learned. And Divide Development is the company name. Um, yeah. Not good people at all. So yeah, that's my LA story. Now everyone knows that I'm I failed. Um, it was a lesson learned, and I'm I'm so broke. It's not even funny. I'm yeah. So thanks for listening, and hopefully you learned from this. Anyone to just be careful about jobs that you're gonna take. Because people are not good people. That's just that. People are not good people. That's all I can really say. Um, so yeah. Don't forget to live life. I lived my life. I made a choice. That was my choice. And I dealt with the consequences. And that's, it's okay, but it's not okay. It's unfortunate that you know, people take advantage of people. Yeah, I just learned, I did learn a lot. I learned to be careful with who I trust that promises me nothing, even if they're clearly making money, which you could see, you know, promises don't mean anything. And people are bad. And some people don't have the best intentions. intentions. And most people only do stuff to benefit themselves and care about themselves. These people shouldn't be running a business, but they are. That's unfortunate. <laughs>that's it for today's episode everyone thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed i hope you learned something from this and don't make the same mistakes that i did and can learn from my mistakes um don't forget to subscribe to the podcast everyone so you can be updated when i upload podcasts i will be uploading every week and also don't forget to check me out on all my social media accounts because we all know we love to pass time by looking and stalking at people's profiles. Um, all my social media is at Rolax Sarah. So it's just my last name, R-O-L-A-K-S-A-R-A-H. That is me on every single platform. I'm talking Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, the gram, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. I'm there. You can go stalk me. Go show me some love. I'll go show you some love. Hopefully you guys have a good rest of your day.